One thing that I have learned over time is that Holy Spirit will keep giving you more and more opportunities when you fail over and over and over again. Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard, and this is episode 16. Now, one of the things that Holy Spirit has been speaking about with me lately is spending just a little bit more time with Him. He's made it as small as just 10 minutes a day, every day. But the thing is, He had to tell me for about a week before I actually did it. Because I put this whole idea in my head of what it should look like and where I should be when I do it and what I have to be feeling when it needs to happen. That I'm just like, okay, I get home and I'm like, well, right now I'm tired, so maybe tomorrow in the morning when I get this and then I wake up in the morning, well, I have to do this and this and this. And I realized, oh gosh, I had actually forgotten to write down the list of tasks that I need to be doing just as Holy Spirit had instructed me. It's funny because when I was in a very, very low place, that's when he gave me the instruction of writing tasks down, no matter how menial they are, and crossing them off as I go through it. And I used that to get out of the darkness and and rise up, and it worked. And I've been in a great place since. But the problem with that is that I decided, well, now I'm good. I guess I don't need to do this anymore. I took the reins back onto myself And I hurt myself because of it. It's funny because when I first came to Jesus, and it was a very interesting way, I began to ask other people questions. How did you come to Jesus? Did you come to Jesus the way that I came to Jesus? And I kept pestering people and asking them and asking them. I wanted to hear their story. How did this all start for you? And you know, there's one thing. Actually, scratch that. There's two things that I kept hearing in everyone's story. The first one was, they kept telling me, you had to surrender. You had to surrender your own plans. And then Holy Spirit gave me a picture years later that accompanied surrender. He showed me two kingdoms coming to fight against each other. And when one kingdom showed that it had conquered the other, now the other kingdom came and it surrendered. That kingdom now has set aside their own plans, their own battle plans, their own laws, their own structures. They have given that up in place for another. They have taken on the conquering kingdoms now ruling their plans their lifestyle. And he's showing me, Shane, the kingdom that you're letting go is your own, your own choices in the sense that you're ruling your life alone. And you're setting that aside for mine. Now there's a disconnect, of course, with a lot of people thinking that Holy Spirit's just going to tell you, I don't want you to do anything that you want. And there's a whole thing I can get into about that, but that's not the point right now. The point is they told me you had to surrender. And he's saying, you're giving up your own plans for mine. 
And he's telling you one thing. His plans are so good for you. He is a good father. But that took a long time for me to understand. Now, the second thing that they kept telling me was that they would surrender to him and they would go, their life would get so much better, so, so much better. And then when it gets to a good point, they're like, all right, I got this. I can do this now. Stand back and watch. And from that point, their life began to go down, down to a place where now their only option was to surrender. And they did. And their life got better. But they didn't learn from the first time. Just about every person I asked had the same thing. They would surrender. Their life would go up. They'd take the reins. Their life would go down. They'd surrender. Their life would go up. they take the reins. Their life would go down. they surrender. Their life would go up. And I realized, wow, all I have to do is just surrender and not take the reins from him. But even I didn't listen. It's just some things we tend to do. It, it takes intentionality. I mentioned this previous. Pursuing Holy Spirit is not passive. It's very intentional. And the things that he shares with you, you have to be intentional about following them. And I, my life got much better. I was struggling with lust. I was feeling stagnant. I had no motivation to do anything. And he gave me all these tools to get out of it. And since then, I have not struggled with those. I asked you to come on a journey with me as I conquered that. And am I here to say that I conquered it? No, I'd say give me about five years and then ask me that. Sure, someone could go a month, two months, six months, a year, two. And then what happens? They relapse. I wouldn't say it's conquered then. I'd say you need to ask me again in five years. The long-term game plan. Are you just in this for a quick fix or are you here for the long haul? So we'll keep checking in. Now it's interesting because I realize everything kind of flows together. I stopped writing down the things I need to do because things were operating much better and which also caused me to stop giving him time because now my life was disorganized because now I'm basing it on these random priorities that just seem to come up to my mind and I'm not putting down a paper so I can actually analyze it and look to what I need to get done. And so through that, I ended up not spending 10 minutes a day with him. Sure, I would talk to him throughout the day. Yes, I would actually sing worship songs. I would pray. I would do all these things. I was in the Word. I was reading the Bible. But he wanted 10 minutes with just him and I. And I didn't even do that. And it's interesting because I was, this last week I was in Oregon with a family reunion and I went on this hike, this beautiful mountain. I mean, Oregon mountains are absolutely gorgeous. And I went to this really high up one where there was a peak and you could see everything around you. Like we were, we were definitely on the highest one. And he started speaking to me. He's like, Shane, you have not done what I've asked you to do. And he said, this, you 
not doing what I have asked you to do, this simple thing, shows where your heart and obedience are. Far behind. You are lacking. You have a lot of work to do. Whoa. Whoa. Sometimes I can get into this place where I'm just like, all right, I'm good. What more could I possibly do? And then Holy Spirit says, actually, <laughs> you're not even close. He said, yeah, you're, you're operating in some amazing things right now. You're building some great things and your connections with others are growing. But where's ours? Sure, we're talking the other day, but I want you. I want your full attention. I don't want you to be thinking of anything else. I want you for at least 10 minutes a day. He said, you not being able to do that shows where you currently are in your heart and your obedience. And the marker's low. I'm just like, oh, gosh. And he said, this is a request that I asked of you. That I would hope that you would come to me willingly, but I'm now moving it from a request to a command. I want you to do this now. And Holy Spirit's so gracious. I had messed up, I had messed up, I had messed up, I had messed up, and here he is. Come on, one more time, do it. I spent a little bit of time there, but that's not what he wanted. He didn't want it to just be passive. He wanted time with me. I believe it was that day or the following day that I actually went down to the water and we were staying in a beautiful place and they had a little lake and I went down there or pond. It was pretty small, uh, but big enough where you can go fishing there. And sitting there and I'm kind of just talking over him but I'm kind of going over different things and it didn't feel really what Holy Spirit kind of wanted and then I'm finally back on the plane I'm back on the plane flying back to Austin, Texas and I just stop and I'm like let's spend some time together And he's like, okay, pull out your phone. I'm like, okay, pulling out my phone. He's like, now, what I want you to do is just write what I'm saying. And I begin to do that. I begin to write as he's speaking with me and speaking with me. He's like, I love it when you write this because what's happening is you're not getting thrown off by what I'm saying because you're saying, thinking, uh, if we're just having casual conversation, I can tend to stop listening when I hear him say something important and I just want to sit on that and it gets distracted and sometimes I'll go down a rabbit hole and it moves me from the time with him to something totally different. I've done this plenty of times to know that it's a fault of mine. And he's like, what happens when you write it down is you are actually, your brain is recognizing that you can come back to it. So it's not going to actually distract you when I say something important because it's recorded and you can go back to it. And it allows for more to go down and it removes things from your head 
and on paper and keeps you focused and engaged. And I'm writing down my questions. I'm writing down what I'm saying. I'm writing down what he's saying. And we're just going back and back and forth. And I believe I, I looked at the clock or something. It was like 20, 30 minutes had passed. I'm like, what the heck? That was awesome. He's like, yeah, there's a difference when you are actually engaged and you give me the appropriate amount of time where it's just you and I. Now, I'd like to say I did the next day as well. I didn't. I'd like to say I did it this morning. I didn't. Will I do it today? I will, because I'm going to begin writing down the tasks that I need to do per day. Because for a while, I was just giving myself excuses as to why I don't need to. It's like, well, I'm not really at any home anyway. I'm driving all the time. I'm in the car for like eight hours a day, and I come home, and I, I just don't want to work on anything. I just want to lay down, and I'm tired, and he's... <laughs> but he's worth it. Is he not? He's worth time when we're tired. He's worth making time for. He's worth it all. But especially in America, you get busy. You get busy with so many different things, and I use it as an excuse as to why I should do what is in front of me rather than giving him the time that he has requested. But how often do go to him in, in a hard place, and he pulls us out of it. And then we're like, all right, thanks, man. I got this now. I do it. I, I have done it so many times. And it's so funny because that was literally the foundation when I came to Jesus was listening to people tell me that you have to surrender. And they took the reins when their life got good and they, life went down again. Because that night when I began hearing enough stories about that, because I, I was, it was actually at a family reunion, what, six years ago, where I was getting that. And I didn't want to surrender because I was holding on to something so precious to me that I was like, no, this is my identity. This is my life. This is my career. This is something I don't want to give up. I don't want you to tell me that I cannot have this. And I went up to my room. And I'm sitting there. I'm just recognizing that I'm holding on to this so hard. And I finally came to a point where I had tears coming down my face. And I said, God, I will give this up if I can have relationship with you. I want to know you, and I want to hear you, and I will surrender it all if I can just know you, if I can just have relationship with you. You can have it all. And I sat there. It felt like so long where it was just nothing. I felt like I had poured out and nothing was happening, no response. I was like, oh my gosh, what the heck? It felt like, honestly, 20 minutes, but I'm pretty sure it was only like 30 seconds. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, 
I had three of the most powerful visions I have ever experienced. Scratch that. I, I had something similar back in 2015. And this is all happening in, I believe, 2013 of June. And all of a sudden, it's as if a TV showed up in front of me. I was laying down in bed and my ceiling was coming up at an angle. So it was as if I was looking at a beautiful screen and it's as if a TV appeared in front of me. And I'm seeing this like in the natural, like I am, I can see this. This is not in my imagination. It's there and it's a TV like, oh, it had to be at least 60 inches wide. And all of a sudden I'm seeing these three different visions that involved me with what I was holding on to, a future in that world. He didn't say, now that you've surrendered, I'm taking it all. I'm changing your whole life. I'm going to put you on a different course and you're going to hate it. No. He showed me, with me, you'll achieve that and more. I don't want to take wings away from you. I want to add to, I want to give you your heart's desire. Granted, of course, there's absolutely things out there that he will remove from you. Yes, there are things that we should not be doing, and he will remove them from our lives. But with this, it, it was a heart longing, and he said, I'm going to give it to you if you want it. I'm going to end with this again. Holy Spirit will give you opportunity and opportunity to pass his tests or his requests. When you fail, he'll give you another chance. All the time. But just give him time. Give him 10 minutes a day. He is worth it. This is Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. I'll see you next time. Thank you.